Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service common sense is not so common and in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control this is the show making sense of all the madness Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. As you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but we need your help in unenslaving all the sheep. All the people brainwashed by mainstream media. So please, spread these broadcasts and other sites that you visit as well. Because we've got a lot of work to do if we're going to preserve our liberties. Wow. Where do we start today? Well, we've got a great guest. And we're going to go to him in just a minute. But uh, we're going to be talking about when the bad guys take over, how you should respond. Unless, of course, you like being a martyr and want to be put to death and tortured and have your family suffer the same fate, you're going to want to listen to this show. But before we go to our guest to discuss these topics, and his name is Stefan Verstappen, you go, oh yeah, I remember that guy. So yeah, we're going to have a good interview here, so stay tuned. But let me first tell you, we are really worried about the food supply. For all the reasons we've said before, food chains breaking down, bad farmland because of severe weather that's happened the last few years. And then the packing plants uh, were shut down, intentionally, of course. And that's created problems, and we're eating this year's harvest. We can help you with storable food. And right now you can store it at an enormously fast rate because they've taken the four-week package at MPS 
and knocked off $100, which is an incredible savings. And if you buy this in mass, for every four weeks you buy, you get $100 off. It's a great, great deal to accumulate food at an inexpensive price. And it's the same restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And in case you haven't heard, with all the purging, all the censorship, demonetization, all that nonsense... We have started a TV channel. It's two months old, and we are kicking butt. And we get great in-depth interviews, and it's very, very inexpensive. It's less than the cost of a cup of coffee per month at $2.50. That's right, $2.50 on the annual plan. And uh, you're going to really like it. The reviews are incredible. And a lot of people are flocking to me because they want to be on the TV, more so than the radio. But we do get good guests on the radio, too. Make no mistake about it. And I think our radio position is largely secure. But you notice the question in my voice? We own the TV platform. So go to thecommonsenseshow.tv. Thecommonsenseshow.tv. And one more thing. If you have food, you better have water. We have the best water filtration system. I want you to check it out. Waterwithdave.com. They are number one with a 40% savings. Check out the data that's on the site. Waterwithdave.com. Well, that takes care of the housekeeping business. We've got a clear shot to the end of the hour. And we have, as I said, Stefan Verstappen. And we're going to have him introduce himself, tell a little bit about his background, because it's been a while since he's been on, and some of you may not have heard him yet. Stefan, welcome to the show. And let's start there. Let's start with a little bit about your background, where you're from, where you live now, and so forth. Uh, Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me back on again. Always a pleasure. Our our pleasure, too. Yeah, um, well, um, I am a, what you would call, I guess, you know, a renaissance man. Um, I live in Toronto, Canada right now, or outside of Toronto. I'm moving next week even further out into the country, so I'm out well out of the city. Uh, I'm getting ready for the winter. You know, I'm I'm teaming up with another guy. He's got a nice farmhouse. We've got lots of supplies. Uh, We've got well water and um, lots of firearms, lots of food. So um, I'm getting as far away from the cities as I can for the winter. Mm-hmm. I, I used to live all throughout the United States, mostly in California. I lived in California for 12 years. I traveled and worked all over over the U.S. I spent four years living in China um, studying martial arts. I had some of the greatest Kung Fu teachers in China, and I was privileged to study with them. And since returning to North America, I have continued to teach martial arts and mentor men, you know, because uh, one of the things that um, modern society has really neglected is the the raising and mentoring of young boys into men. As you know, Dave, you're a coach. You know how important it is that that boys, and I'm, when I say boys, I'm talking guys in their mid-20s, you know. Yeah, um, yep, I know. But they're still kids. They they don't know anything. I, I you know I was mentoring a boy uh, a boy. I was mentoring a young man. He was the father of a twelve year old girl. He was twenty eight years old. And I told him I said, well you know we got to go for a bicycle ride. You know I don't do anything sitting in the house. It's always got to be outside, right? And he he said, oh I got a bicycle. He brings the bike over. It's got two flat tires. And he says, I think there's something wrong with the bike. <laughs> so I handed him a bicycle pump, and he said, "What's this?" Mm-hmm. You know, Dave. So you know, I've 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 mentored young men, and uh, I've trained them, um, because I didn't have that when I was growing up. So I had to learn it all for myself. And now I'm, you know, kind of spreading the wisdom that I've acquired over sixty-three years. Um, 
I'm also uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recognized by the Canadian Arts Council as both a literary and a visual artist. I've done art installations in California and in uh, here in Toronto and, and, and all over the country. Uh, I've written eight books. My first book is The 36 Strategies of Ancient China, which is where I get a lot of my tactical and strategic understanding of things. And that book, by the way, is on the required reading list in Annapolis Naval Academy and West Point. I was very honored. I, I, I did a Google search about 10 years ago, and I went, what? Annapolis Naval Academy? That's awesome. That's awesome that they should think my book is something their students should have, should read to get a better understanding of strategy and tactics. And I hope to share some of those strategies and tactics with your listeners today, because in this war that we are in, and as you know, your listeners know, and certainly Dave knows, uh, we are at war. And here's the thing, though. Uh, we've lost the war. Uh, I don't think we're going to win this. Whether Trump gets in or not, um, I don't think it's going to make a big yeah, difference. Still an open question. You're exactly right. Yeah. I, you know, I, listen, I want to be hopeful. I do. But I also have a video out called The Danger of False Hope. And the danger of false hope works like this. You are given things to assuage your fear. You are given these ideas by the government and by the deep state that wants you not they want you afraid, but they want, don't want you so afraid that you're going to fight. So what they'll say is, um, you know, I, Dave, I'm not sure how you stand on this subject, but I personally, I think the whole QAnon, uh, thing is just a false hope. Well, it's, it's artificial intelligence. It's it's uh, directed misinformation to make you and I relax, where we think someone is actually doing something when they're not. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dave. I'm glad we're on the same page with that because I didn't I didn't believe it from the very beginning. You know, the, the whole story. Oh, there's good guys in the government. Hello, have you seen government? <laughs> I know, I know. Do you think there's good guys running around there? If there was a good guy in government, he would be. It would be like that movie um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know, everybody in government would suddenly stop and point their finger at the one person that has a morality and virtue, and they would all start screaming at him. You know, no, there's no good guys in government. So, false hope is that, and that's why I'm worried about people getting false hope in something like a QAnon. And the false hope that you know, look, I like I like uh, uh, Trump. I mean, he's charming, you know, but a lot of psychopaths are charming. I tend to like a lot of psychopaths because they really know how to charm you. They're good at it. They practice at it. They're very uh, likable in many ways. That's why so many people end up marrying a psychopath. And you out there know who I'm talking about, right? Um, but. I don't trust him. I, I don't think he can do anything. Even if he was, let's say, exactly what he is on the face value, what can he do? He is dealing with an entire system of corruption. And even if him and Pence and maybe a few other members of the cabinet um, are virtuous, moral people doing their best to try and save America, what can they do? Come on. You know, they, uh, come on, man. <laughs> what can they do? Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, they're not going to. We are up against something so huge. And who was it that said that? Uh, we are up against an invisible power so pervasive, so huge. You know, no, none dare speak to them. Was that. Um, it was John Kennedy. Was that John Kennedy? In his media speech, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's what we're up against. Something so big, so huge, so interpenetrated with all facets of government and civilization that no, 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 we're not going to win this. So now, here's the thing, you know, Sun Tzu in his book, The Art of War, says, a good general does not fight a battle he has not already won. We have not won this battle, so there is no fighting. There is no fighting against this. And... Um, I'm a uh, firearms owner, I'm licensed, and it's very difficult to get a license here in Canada. You basically have to be um, St. John the Baptist to get a license <laughs> in Canada. But, uh, you know, and uh, I support firearms owner owners, but for me, the firearms are meant o- mostly for hunting, If and we know the food is going to be a problem. Dave has been warning you guys out there for for months, if not years now, that the, the, the food supply is broken. We are facing mass starvation in the next year. Absolutely. So the firearm for me is to do a little bit of hunting. I don't expect to hunt anything too big, but probably, you know, raccoons, porcupines, and, and squirrels. But listen, um, that'll keep you alive. Secondary purpose for those firearms would be to uh, protect against looters. And uh, But for those of us out there, you know, and I support the militias, good for you, um, but if you think you're going to fight against this government with your AR-15, forget about it, they're going to wipe you out. So there is no fighting back against this. So now what's left to us? Well, the tactics you have to adopt when you are outnumbered and outgunned by the enemy are guerrilla tactics. And I've been putting putting together a few short videos on different guerrilla tactics that we can all use um, to uh, survive what's coming. But we are now, we are the underground. We are the resistance, you know, from the Terminator movies. Uh, we are the rebels from Star Wars movies. You know, we are up against the, the evil empires coming for us. And so um, we have to take on a subversive attitude, one of deception and cunning and quiet and um, that's what we have left to us. Now, the reason for this is, in my study of history and uh, also my study of psychopaths, um, and I've got that, you know, I made the documentary video, I guess it was over 10 years ago now, Defense Against a Psychopath, and it's still you know, doing great. It's uh, really a, a crash course on understanding the mentality of the lunatics we are dealing with. But my understanding of psychopaths and history is that they eventually destroy each other. I've never come across a case where a rebel movement overthrew the king or the or the shogun or the the emperor and restored government. No, what I've seen is the shogun, the emperor, the king. Um, they are killed by their own family. <laughs> you know, uh, psychopaths. Like once we get close to this one world government and and we're just about ready to elect the king of the world or the mosiac or whatever title they want to bestow on this uh, whatever psychopath is in charge 
there'll be a dozen psychopaths all around him plotting to poison him and stab him in the back and steal his power and usually it devolves down into like a they just they rip each other apart but they will always gang up and unite until they get that power and then once they have that power then the inter internecine uh, battles begin so our job your listeners and 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 myself and and anybody else that you know believes in morality believes in 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 uh, the old america that we used to know we at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time your job is to stay alive you gotta hang on long enough to watch these people tear each other apart and tear the whole system down they'll they'll tear it down around their ears they you see they don't care about anything so even if they hurt themselves, because look at what they're doing now. What is the point in destroying the economy uh, with this uh, <clears throat> supposed pandemic? How is that benefit? It doesn't. Why wouldn't you want a strong, healthy economy with a happy population that are working and enjoying their life? Why wouldn't you want that? That's a win-win for everybody. But psychopaths don't think like that. They will take everything down with them 
So our job, Dave, is to, to survive long enough. Well, I think that employs, or excuse me, implies employing the strategy, often called the gray man strategy. I call so you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more. By calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. I called it incognito the other day when I wrote a brief article on it, but I didn't go into depth, which is why you're here. So if the poop starts hitting the fan, do you agree with me? Discretion is the better part of valor? Oh, absolutely. You have to basically disappear. You become a ghost. I call it the uh, the ghost warrior. You know, you... you you're fighting, but nobody ever sees you. Uh, you're Kaiser Sose. <laughs> you yeah, know? I hear you. You know, if... Uh, and then, listen, there's probably 10 million of us, right, that, that haven't been indoctrinated by the leftist, Marxist, socialist uh, uh, mind control and that want to have a happy, healthy, wholesome life. There's probably about 10, millions of us, 10 million of us. Now, of all 10 million of us were Kaiser Sosa, um, the opposition would be trembling in their boots. So we have to, yeah, we have to disappear. We have to go ghost. And there's a number of tactics for that. Now, you brought up the gray man strategy, which is an excellent strategy. Do you, do you want to go over it quickly? Yeah, let's go I? over. Sure. we got time. Okay, so the gray man strategy actually originated from the prison system. It's what is your recommended strategy if you are arrested and sent to prison because you don't want to be, uh, you know, stand out in the prison system where there's lots of people looking to abuse you and take advantage of you. And the gray man strategy is to attract as little attention to yourself as possible. So you don't speak. You don't say much. You're not overly friendly. You don't approach people. Um, you'll be dressed in prison garb, but even still, you know, um, there's nothing about you that looks attractive. You don't wear a watch or you don't have a cell phone in your hand or something like that. Um, and the idea is to just sort of uh, be unnoticeable. Now, <laughs> in my studies, I read about a lot of prison escapes and you know when they were successful how did people escape prison you know and there's been some very famous cases throughout history of people that did escape prison but the key factor in escaping prison is you have to be unnoticeable first you have to play the gray man so that when they start the phony riot or or the the distraction fight where all the prison guards are momentarily distracted so that you can you know sneak through the bars or through the vents or whatever uh, but the key is that you are so unnoticeable that after the little fight is over or the distraction is over, they don't notice that you're gone for a couple of hours because they never re- remembered you in the first place. So that's the gray man strategy, and you should apply that in society as well. But I would su- yeah, Dave, go ahead. No, I'm going to just square my throat. Sorry. Oh, uh, jump in anytime because, you know, I tend to hop. Oh, you're doing great. <laughs> so, but for me... There's another level to the gray man, 
and it's in my book, The Art of Urban Survival, um, and it's called the uh, the Chameleon Strategy. Now, the Chameleon, and I, I mentioned this in I made a short video about it a couple of weeks ago. So, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, look up the uh, uh, Urban Survival Tactics Disguises. Now, the Chameleon Strategy is to fit in with the background environment so the gray man is good but the gray man usually is aimed at you know trying to escape prison but the chameleon strategy requires you to have um, a little bit of acting chops you have to be able to act a little bit so I in, in my, my video I described that I have um, I have two major disguises that I use all the time one is the uh, the homeless disguise. I have uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of bicycling. I'm a Dutchman. We were born riding a bicycle. <clears throat> I have bicycled all through the many cities there in the United States, and quite a few times, you know, you're bicycling through LA, and suddenly you go, whoa, 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 where am I now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I took a wrong turn. How the hell do I get out of here as fast as I can? But what saved me in those conditions is that I looked like a homeless person. You know, and it's very simple disguise. You can get that disguise at any Goodwill or Salvation Army. Uh, you know, the most dirty, chopped up jeans you have. You know, a dirty overcoat that's two sizes too big for you. You know, uh, a black uh, knit cap over you. And uh, so what saved me quite often is that I did look like a homeless person. If I was, you know, and you know, in California there, we got these bicycle guys, they, they ride like a $15,000 carbon fiber bicycle. I, I can't believe spending $15,000 on a bicycle. I think that's a, get a motorcycles, you know, and then they wear their, their, um, their, uh, what do you call it? Latex nylon bicycle outfit, you know, usually high gloss blue or something like that, you know. Uh, yeah, good luck dry, or bicycling through South Central or, or Long Beach or something like that or Oakland, California, wearing that outfit and riding a $15,000 bicycle. So I've only ever owned, uh, you know, a Huffy, a <laughs> $100 Huffy that I got from uh, the Big Five store, you know, and um, I dress like a homeless person. So that is one disguise I use and I find it, it's quite useful for many situations because listen people just leave you alone if it looks like you have no power and no money you're not worth robbing you're not worth becoming friends with so that they can use you but on the reverse scale of that costume i have what i call joe country club and that is my black double-breasted brass button jacket with the with a crest, you know, and my my tan slacks. I, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I sent you a picture. So you it know, doesn't doesn't that do the opposite though? The homeless doesn't it attract attention to you? Depends on where you are. So the chameleon strategy is to blend in with the environment. So mm -hmm. I, in my video, I said. You know, I can uh, I can wear my Joe Country Club outfit and go to a hotel, or go to a government office, or go to a police station, or go into a store or a restaurant, and oh my my God, people are just lining up to kiss my butt. It's really quite amazing, you know, because I slick back the hair. I look like uh, you know, uh, you know, a wealthy senior person. You know, I have my white shirt, my my dark blue tie, my you know, I look. 
I look like a businessman. I look like I said, Joe Country Club. And when you have to interact in that environment, um, you want to have the least amount of problems possible. And I'm telling you, I, I've I've tried this many times, but when I wear that outfit and I go to a government office, I get what I want. I get service. People, Bruce, people are you know Johnny on the spot, and um, they're always willing to make you know if if, if I complain about something, well, they're very sorry and they're going to make it up to me. And I say in that video, I could probably leave that restaurant or leave that hotel, come back an hour later wearing my Joe homeless outfit. And they wouldn't recognize me, you know, because the thing with disguise is people recognize you by what you wear. This facial recognition, yes, human beings are uh, uh, famous for being able to recognize faces, but only if you're up close and only if you've known that person for a long time. Most of the time, you don't recognize people by their face, but by their overall image through their clothing and the size of their body so so long as you change clothing you are a completely different person um so the two disguises i like to use is like i said um, joe country club and joe homeless if i'm just going to travel through the city and i'm going through areas that might be shady might be dangerous or if i have to travel to uh, you know like a food bank or something like that uh, well i'm not going to wear my 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 suit and tie to the food bank because I'm not going to get any respect there but if I look homeless you know, I'll get a lot more respect at the food bank and conversely if I'm going to the bank to take out my money or try to take out my money then uh, yeah, I'm better off wearing the suit and tie so those are two disguises I use to get around and fit in and get my way right now, there's a couple of other disguises that I, ha- I haven't revealed in the video, but I'm going to reveal to your listeners today. My other disguise is first responder search and rescue. Wow. Now, I've had, yeah. Now, I've, had, uh, I've worked for uh, a number of years for St. John Ambulance, which is a commonwealth, and the commonwealth means England, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and even Hong Kong, or it used to be in Hong Kong. And um, the St. John Ambulance is similar to the Red Cross. They're a little bit different. They wear black uniforms, and they're set up as brigades. They're a little bit more militarily structured, but it was it's a volunteer ambulance service. You know, if there's a national disaster or if people are missing, they'll call the St. John Ambulance. We have our own ambulances and our own medical equipment, and these people volunteer their time to learn medical skills and to go out and help people during uh, during disasters and also during big events. You know, if there's like a a big march or, or a demonstration you'll see St. John ambulance there in case somebody gets heat stroke or they fall down or they have a heart attack there'll be people there that can take care of them so I worked for them for a number of years and I helped organize some of these uh, disaster simulation drills where um, you know we'd schedule it Saturday afternoon 2 to 4 and then we'd take a downtown section of the town and there'd be, you know, 50, 100 volunteers. Half of them will be victims, and we'll, you know, we'll dress them all up with injuries, and I mean, realistic-looking in- injuries, you know, Hollywood makeup kind of stuff, you know, embedded objects and, and disembowelment and burns and cuts. 
And then we'll have the other 50 people that are the volunteers working with ambulance and fire departments come into the area, you know, secure the area first. That's always the first thing to do is make sure it's safe. You know, you don't go running into a disaster scene if there's something there that can hurt you and your fellow rescuers. So you first check out the area, make sure it's safe. Then you do your triage, right? You take uh, the most serious cases first. You got to go through all the patients. Make sure, you know, and usually people that have stopped breathing and and severe bleeding, things like that. So you need to do CPR, mouth to mouth, you know, and and uh, pressure bandages, things like that. So I organized a lot of those. So I know the lingo. Now, I really recommend everyone listening go take a first aid course from from Red Cross. It's only uh, you know, there's a couple of versions. One is just a, an evening, four hours in the evening, you know. And there's another version that's, I think, like uh, a weekend course, you know, Saturday and Sunday for like six hours each. Get a first aid course, folks, you know. Uh, I'm surprised they don't teach that in, you know, all the nonsense they teach in public. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.